Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Georgetown Speaks. I'm your host Ibrahim Absar and I'm from the SFS class of 2026. I'm joined by my two co-hosts Abdullah and Ubaid and we have a very special episode lined up for all of you today. Hi guys, I hope everyone's doing well. My name is Abdullah and indeed it is going to be a very interesting episode. What do you have to say about that Ubaid? Well, we have a very special guest with us today and we're very very happy to have you here. Sir Benjamin Cody. Rightly said, rightly said. The knighted one. <laughs> yeah, we're very proud of of everything that you've done for the community. For those of you who don't know and especially for the incoming freshman class, uh Benjamin serves as the Student Government Association's head uh and he's the the president of the student body. Yeah, so uh Firstly I would like to interject over here for those of you who do not know I I feel like people who don't know him are living under a rock but uh, as you said as you said for the incoming class uh Benjamin's a senior right now he will be graduating in 20 days I think oof just 20 days left he is an I history major and uh, he as Ubaid already pointed out he's the president of the student government association and we will let him explain the accomplishments as well but I want to thank you for for coming on the show sir Right now we're, we're pleased to have you you know and we'll start on a lighter note uh, how do you feel about graduating Thank you so much Obaid Ibrahim Abdullah um about graduating It's bit as sweet to be honest mm-hmm. um it's a rite of passage you have to graduate at one day or another I love my time at Georgetown I have loved Georgetown I have uh try to do many things for the community here build a community but still yeah you have to graduate at one point and as much as i hate to graduate from georgetown mm-hmm. that's something that i look forward to as well okay. and i that's something that i pray for um every day i pray like i have to graduate and i have to have the strength like to survive the world afterwards <laughs> it's a scary world out there yeah. i mean uh, yeah so it's obviously a scary transition at the is. end of the day it is i pray that we have the strength to live in georgetown without benjamin's presence as no, well yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. going to be difficult it'll be sure, very sure. challenging you know yeah. but we'll try our best to make it somehow you know but one of the things that i want to ask you right and i'm sure the the people who are listening to it would love uh, to listen to to your perspective as well of in your four years how has georgetown kind of changed and how did georgetown uh, change you as well about my change in georgetown um the incoming freshman in the class of 2027 might know me from the instagram posts or the whatsapp groups that I'm, the sta I'm, i'm sure they will know you <laughs> <laughs> so yeah the sta uh, took that initiative to host i mean start the mm-hmm. whatsapp group for the incoming freshmen to you know make them feel part of the community even yeah. before they're here So uh, I hope you know me already but there's one person that you might uh, you know encounter in your four years that is Jibin Koshi mm-hmm. he works in student life he's the education enrichment manager something that Jibin told me was Benjamin I have seen you grow since freshman year one club or one activity that I've been doing since freshman year is MUN mm. and Jibin manages MUN yeah I started off as a staff member in MUN I served as the chair in my second year as the deputy secretary general in my third year and the secretary general in my fourth year. Jibin saw me grow as an individual. Mm. Uh and he is someone that I look forward to, I look up to. Uh he is someone that has guided me and when he says that I have grown, I do believe that I have grown. Mm. I really have grown. Joshon has given me so much to think about, so much to learn. 
um, so much new experiences, uh, meeting new people, new perspective. If you had seen me, I mean, uh, if if I had gone to India after my graduation from high school, mm. I wouldn't be the same person that I am right now. I'd be oh. a completely different person with different perspectives. Yeah. Georgetown gave me a whole new perspective uh, to look at every matter mm. in an unbiased manner. So I think, yeah, as an individual, it has helped me uh, a lot. And about Georgetown growing, as a community, we have grown. Every year, uh, so when the class of 2023, my batch came into Georgetown, we were the biggest bunch. Mm. After that, the 2024 came in, 2025 came in, 2026. So each batch, the numbers increased. And each batch got even crazier and crazier. Uh, we would, I mean, last year, in my junior year, we would sit in the atrium and uh, we would be focusing on our assignments or deadlines or everything. And we see these freshmen, the class of 2025, just, you know, running around playing catch and catch or I don't know, hide <laughs> and seek. I was like, how do these guys even have time for any of these things? <laughs> the, 20, the class of 2026 came in. Mm. They were even more crazier. Lunatics. <laughs> but uh, again, uh, that, that's, uh, that's something that you experience. Uh, these new people come in and yeah. then you are here for like three or four years and then you get used to all these things. But when the new batch comes in, they are full of life and energy. Mm. And I feel like we can take an example from that, you know, just living that carefully, carefree life every now and then. So I think, uh, yeah, as, as a community, Georgetown has grown. Mm. Even in the senior leadership, uh, Dr. John Wright, Dean Masri, he's like, all these people are like uh, very much involved in the student community. They know each and everything uh, that goes on in the students. Mm. A student, within the student body, students have opportunities to talk to these people. When I came in as a freshman, we never saw our dean except for the commencement or convocation. Mm, wow. Interesting. Yeah, uh, we would see him, you know, walking past the atrium for some other meeting. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, he would just smile and then he would leave. No one even knew that mm -hmm. such a person existed. People know Dean Masri, which is uh, which sure. means yeah. he is very much yeah. involved in the student yeah. body. Yeah. So I think, yeah, Georgetown has grown, I have grown, mm. and the community really certainly has grown. So speaking of s someone who has been so involved in, in the community, you know, and, and you like the fact that the Georgetown has grown because, like, it's more, you know, student-centric now and people are more involved in the community. Personally, uh, when you came as a freshman, what sparked your interest in SGA? And you joined the SGA and, and you wanted to create change, but Why? Freshman year, I wanted to be part of SGA, but it was a lot of competition. Mm. It's a lot of competition. In the freshman class representatives, it's a lot of competition. Mm. Uh, so I did not want to take my chances. So I, I said, okay, I'll, you know, go sometime later. Play it smart. Yeah, play it smart. <laughs> yeah, true, exactly. <laughs> I mean, you don't want to be the guy who lost the first election. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have to make a first impression. Yeah. So uh, sophomore year, COVID hit. So mm. it's like very much disconnected from the community. And that's when I realized that how much I missed Georgetown because in my freshman year, I used to be secluded in my small friend group, not talking to anyone, not even among, in my friend group, I wouldn't, I would be the most silent person. Mm. And during COVID, I realized how much I missed Georgetown, the campus life and everything. And uh, coming back to campus in my junior year, I, de I decided like, okay, I am gonna be more involved in the community, you know, participate in all the activities, go to all events. Uh, so I was thinking about this, 
and my dear friends from my batch, Abdullah Nasir, Fuad Ansaruddin, Sayyid Ali Khan. These people were the ones who actually um, asked me to run for class representative. They, and I, I naturally asked, told them, like, I am not going to run because I'm not going to win. Half of the batch doesn't know me. And, uh, but they still pushed me. Uh, they pushed me and to a point where like, I had to send my nomination in. They said, Benji, you will win. We'll make you win. Don't worry. <laughs> that, these are Abdullah's words, Abdullah Nasir's words. Yeah. He, he said, Benji, we are going to make you win. Mm. And sure, he did. Uh, <laughs> he did make me win. Mm. And uh, I became the class rep. And I like to think that I was very efficient with uh, my co-class rep, uh, Noor Albana. We did many things for our batch. We uh, raised all the concerns that our batch raised to us in the student liaison committee in the SGA. And we were very much involved. Again, uh, in my senior year, again, Abdullah and the others were the ones who actually pushed me to run for president again. Mm. I was scared because class representative, it's fine. People, yeah. Students can vote for two people. They vote for one, their friend, and the other guy, any random dude who's mm -hmm. over there. Mm. So you had a chance of winning for class rep, but for the other one, it's like one role, the highest office in the student body. Yeah. Yeah. I said, no, this is not going to work out. Mm. But still, they asked me to run, and sure, I win. I won. Mm. Uh, and since then, it has been a steep learning curve for me. I, did, I have dedicated my, all my time for the welfare of student body. I've uh, made sure that all the concerns of students are heard. And I have made sure that SGA is seen. That's, that's something that I take as an accomplishment. I don't know, uh, getting the community building or all those things, it happens not just because of me or anyone. It happens uh, because of collective efforts, student life, admissions. All these people come together, even the students. They come together, they feel like, okay, we have to participate in this. And that's how a community grows. Yeah. But uh, for the students to have a trust in SGA, I think I have uh, I've, uh, made that happen. Students now and trust SGA, which is, I think, something that... For I sure. Uh, as students of Georgetown, we can attest to that fact that we yeah. have seen the SGA work more when, Benjamin's came, yeah. when Benjamin became president. But another important thing that I'd like to mention when Benjamin was speaking that when COVID hit, you said you really missed Georgetown and you saw how there was a lack of community within the Georgetown and you said you ha you hung around with your own bunch of friends and then you decided to do something about it. This is very important. I feel like a lot of people just mention, oh, there isn't any sense of community. Yes. Oh, uh, I just hang out with my own friends. There isn't a lot of interaction. And they just keep on ranting about it without actually doing something themselves. Mm. When, with Benjamin's example, we see that he saw a problem and then he did something to address that problem. Himself. Yeah, himself. He, he became the president with the support of his friends, which tells us how important making friends is. Uh, then he addressed that problem. He did, he, like he said, he dedicated his entire time towards the SGA and forming this kind of community, which I think is a very important lesson all of us can learn from yeah. his experience. And speaking of your dedication towards the SGA, uh, which one aspect or one accomplishment do you feel like you're most proud of in your time as uh, the president of the SGA or in general during your role for, throughout your four years with the SGA? The biggest accomplishment I would say is establishing relations, I mean, outreach. Uh, that would be the biggest um, achievement. We have established formal relations with uh, 
Gasa Joshan University Student Association in the main campus the undergraduate student body student government yeah. and grad government which is yeah. the graduate student government right. in Joshan also we have established uh, formal relations with all the ECSGAs with all the SGAs in uh, education city we have had one event in collaboration with grad government and gasa and we have uh, we will be having monthly meetings with the gasa president uh, and our executive so, which is a great accomplishment because our students go to dc for study abroad and they experience the same thing that the dc students do and we are oblivious to that fact like uh, we never even know what goes on over there so i think this connection helps the students who go for study abroad because gasa can help the uh, guq students when during their time in dc and we have also uh, contacted qf and the other universities in ec for the creation of education city student government association which will be a tabling of all the student governments in ec it will be a monthly meeting and it will have initiatives and events incorporating the entire education city community because when you look at events in georgetown let it be diwali yeah. you don't have just georgetown students you have students from cmu texas all coming in yeah. and they are here because they want to be here because we are all friends we have friends in other universities almost uh, half of the student body they are international students they live in the dorms mm. so uh, they have other friends uh, who go to other universities and we want to bring everyone together we want to bring the entire education city together as a multiversity and we have been in talks with qatar foundation uh, yeah. the qatar foundation student life um, and the director dr mohammed al kuwari has been really helpful in that regard mm. so these are some amazing uh, amazing accomplishments that you have uh, attained over such a short period of time but uh, i'm sure it must not always be bells and roses throughout your uh, time as sta president there must be a fair share of challenges that have come your way so uh, what would you think the biggest challenge for you has been uh, throughout your time as sta president and how do you feel like uh, uh, you made a job to you know overcome that uh, and deal with it in an effective way of course yeah nothing uh, is a better process it's uh, sometimes it's just made of of thorns yeah. uh, so my biggest challenge would have been to take a side pick sides yeah pick sides that would have been a big challenge um yeah. there in we live in a world with filled with conflicts yeah for sure and many of those conflicts are directly linked to our students yeah the students come from those places and as the a uh, student body a student government representing the student body we are forced to make statements on each and everything but that's almost not practical because <laughs> there are millions of events that goes on yeah. every day and you might not be able to make sta- official statements on everything yeah 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 so uh, that uh, picking sides was one thing and one of the other big challenges would have been because we we lacked uh, manpower we lacked uh, personal resources because all these ecsga um gasar relations main campus relations and everything it required time and effort yeah because uh, eight hours difference in dc when you're having a meeting we i sometimes have to sit up for meetings at like 12 am wow. or 12 am 11 11 pm that sort of timing so it's very highly uh, inconvenient because i have classes and then i have other things to do as well mm-hmm. i was also chairing the student liaison committee so i had to take care of that meetings and everything so it was a, it was uh, my hands were full mm. uh right now we have sort of figured out a way to tackle that problem we have introduced a new position chief of staff 
who'd manage uh, the student liaison committee and also manage the SGA meetings, put down the agendas and everything. We have uh, sort of updated the role of the PRO to involve Education City, uh, SGA, and uh, grad government and GASA liaison. So I think, yeah, we have had our flaws a bit, uh, but we have tried as much as we can to overcome those flaws as well. Now, Benjamin, talking about picking sides, whenever there's a team, obviously there's disagreement among them. Now, as president, we've always seen you as this dynamic individual who's worked a lot. But as president of the SGA, you were all, you also served as a mentor and as as a leader of the SG of the other members of SGA. So, do you think that you were able to build a strong team within the SGA? How were the dynamics of SGA during your tenure as president? Were there a lot of disagreements, and if there were, how did you overcome that, or were you one unit uh, as a team? I would love to say that we were one unit, but mm -hmm. uh, that would be a lie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, uh, yeah. So when the student body looks uh, at the SGA, we are you know everywhere. You see the SGA logo in a student lounge. We have redesigned the student lounge, Red Square. We have redesigned the Red Square. Um, we have done variety of things. Mm -hmm. uh, we have established SGA as one of the major stakeholders in this university, which is a great accomplishment. But yeah, within SGA, we have our differences. For everything, we have differences. Mm. Uh, we When we put something to vote, it, it is never a clear majority. So uh, we have had the differences. and uh, But the thing is, we keep the differences within the meeting. Mm. Uh, I don't know. So we recently amended the constitution for SGA. We put in a few roles, a few things were taken out. So the in charge of the constitution committee was Juan Carlo Landayan. He was a junior class representative. He's currently running for president as a candidate. Um, so we have our differences with uh, Carlo. He he's he was doing his study abroad in DC right now. He zooms in uh, to with me uh, just to create problems. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. He wakes up at uh, five in the morning over there, yeah. and uh, he uh, he zooms in uh, and. Um, Basically, we just have arguments. Mm -hmm. yeah. But right after that, we I shut down the Zoom call. I get a WhatsApp message from Carlo saying like, "Hey Benji, I mean, hope you did not take it too hard. You know, we're, we're <laughs> just you know just joking, just chilling. You know, all mm -hmm. this. Yeah, obviously, That's, it was the uh, same thing. So personally, we were not affected. But yeah, we we yeah. did have our opinions, but we obviously put the welfare of the student body. Yeah, above yeah. that. I, I feel like it's it's actually great to have those disagreements right uh, inside uh, the SGA because like uh, with, with those disagreements you know like when you're sitting at the table there are disagreements but as long as you know there's one common goal yeah. that the welfare student body as mm -hmm. you put it you know it's it's much better uh, to have those disagreements yeah you reach to more reformed conclusions that way also uh, so talking about disagreements I feel like it's natural to have these disagreements and it's amazing that you guys keep them to where in the meeting of the SGN and don't let those disagreements impact the student body. But uh, do you think that there's been, because there have been a lot of obstacles in the functioning of SGA, because you did a lot of work and that work was not done before. So you have to do a lot of things from the start. So do you think there has been any individual, whoever it is, or any factor that was a major obstacle in the smooth operations of the SGA while you're tenure as president? Within SGA? either within SGA or within the wider Georgetown community. That was a big hindrance in your operations. 
Okay, uh, there were hindrances because until that point, SGA was just a glorified student club. Uh, you elect the club leaders and club leaders host events. Yeah. But the only difference with SGA was the club leaders are elected by the entire student body. Okay. That used to be SGA. So when I took over uh, as the president of the student body, I, I, I decided that this, this is one of my hidden agendas. Like, we have to I have a name for SGA. SGA is not a glorified club. It is a body representing the entire students in Georgetown. Yeah. Um, I have got 463 students behind me. I'm representing 463 students. So it's a, it's a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. So when whenever we sit in a meeting or uh, whenever I put forth an argument, obviously there are some old school people who would be resistant to that idea. But uh, in that case, uh, Dr. John Wright, the director of student life, Dean Masri, Dean Hill, all these people, Dean Vicky, Dean Neville, all these people are constantly with us, you know, encouraging us. And they gave their stamp of approval for the SGA which means like when you have the Dean's stamp of approval, I mean, no one's gonna yeah. do anything to you. So you sit in the meetings as equals amongst the other department heads or other staff and faculty, and they just have to accept the fact that students do have a say in the workings of the university. Because we are one of the major, um, we are the end consumers. We are the uh, people who actually get something from the university. The university is catered to the needs of the students, and it should be. And uh, the administration currently is making sure of that, which I'm very proud of and happy. Amazing. So speaking of uh, catering to the needs of students, and you mentioned how there, when there, whenever there's like a stamp of approval, that thing goes through, right? But there, obviously there are so many different voices that should be heard on campus as well. You know? And recently there has been a lot of controversy about freedom of speech on college campuses with some people arguing that certain viewpoints are being censored or marginalized. Uh, what, what is the Student Governments Association's stance on this issue? And how does it balance the right to free speech within, in the, within the need of Georgetown to create kind of a safe and inclusive uh, space on, on campus? On free speech? Yeah. The first thing that I guess everyone should notice is that there is a thin line between free speech and hate speech. Mm. Yeah. It's a very thin line and uh, it needs to be differentiated or it's going to be a big problem. Yeah. So free speech, I mean, uh, all the universities uh, are for free speech. So is Georgetown. We encourage free speech. We have Red Square, which is another great contribution by uh, the SGA in 2018 under the presidency of Malak Elmo. So we have Red Square replicating. Um, uh, it's a replica of the main campus. It's for free speech. Students can go there, put up whatever they feel like. But obviously, yeah, it's free speech, not hate speech. Yeah. But yeah, uh, within that line, students can say whatever they want. So we have been trying to, uh, when, when I took over as SGA uh, president, I one of the things that I did was, uh, or I had in my agenda was make use of the Red Square. Because I, at that point, as Red Square was used as a steady space which is very ironical because that is <laughs> one place that you uh, that had protest and everything and now students are using that as a study space because yeah. it's very calm and quiet and peaceful uh, which shouldn't be the case so <laughs> i was really disappointed in that so uh, we got gabriel olson he uh, helped redesign the red square mm -hmm. 
we put in a mini table chairs made like a welcoming space we encourage we have our weekly sga meetings there mm-hmm. we have our sga meeting we used to have it in the student life conference room but we moved it to red square because mm-hmm. i felt that that is the place that uh, because it's managed by sga red square and student lounge are two student spaces which is managed by the sga and i felt like that is some place that we should have our meetings in and i encourage the club leaders we have been having many club events over there um and i have been encouraging students to put up posters like if they have anything to do if they have a concern that needs that the university needs to address they can come to us or if they feel so frustrated you know we have a printer in the red square go go print it we have cello tapes tape it up you know we have put in uh, various things so that students can actually post the stuff on it so yeah uh we are all for free speech we try to um we try to a- a- ask the students to um i'm forgetting the word but we encourage them uh to have free speech or speak their mind mm. yeah speak I their mind like but in a manner that is re- uh, respectful yeah yeah I feel like that's a very important thing to note for uh, the upcoming class of 2027 the importance of free speech in the school of foreign services obviously it uh, cannot be underscored uh, as much as you mentioned uh so let's switch the conversation now towards more you know candid kind of deep cuts that uh, we have in store for you yeah. okay so would you agree with the following statement okay is benjamin kurian the best president sga has ever had there might be uh best presidents coming up i mean i but right now right now up until now. <laughs> <laughs> um, i mean uh, it's for the students to say it's for the students to say it's not my uh, that's a very yeah. democratic answer <laughs> <laughs> this is how you know he studies in the full school of yes. foreign service yeah exactly <laughs> george don has changed him <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> true uh, something i think before you asked the other question uh, something that you mentioned yeah we are in the school of foreign service i think the students actually forget that point and i, I usually hear like when there is an argument and when you try to you know settle that argument the students actually say why are you trying to you know shut us down we are we are politics students no you're not politics students you're diplomats yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. A difference you there's a difference between yeah. politics and diplomacy mm. and the students should be well aware of that you might be ipol majors history majors sculpt majors ieco but at the end of the day you're in the school of foreign service graduating with a degree in foreign service yeah you are expected to be diplomats mm. and that is much much better than being a politician yeah, yeah. and it, it is one skill that you should learn yeah in your four years if you have learned anything that should be one thing yeah okay so the sga elections are around the corner right uh and the new sga um, government is going to take charge very soon so what's your message to uh, the newly elected members of the sga we have tried to do as much as we can the um uh my sga we have done as much as we can when we have many other things to do as well needs keep on increasing and we must uh, strive to um, accommodate all those needs never dismiss the previous sga i mean you might be running against their uh rule or running against whatever they were standing for but still anything if anything that i have accomplished it's uh, because i followed the previous sga models the ecsg idea was given by hadi darwishi the third sga president after that mohammed sirul qatim uh, the sixth sga president he 
came in and uh, he helped me oh, these two people were the ones who actually um introduced me to the idea of an ECHDA yeah and uh, they helped me and now it's up and running so if i had dismissed my previous governments then i wouldn't be accomplishing all these things those are actually very important statements uh so coming towards the last question uh on a very personal note where do you th- where does benjamin kurian go on from here uh what are your future plans what do you do uh after this interesting question i wish i knew the answer um i would in the end um love to work in an intergovernmental agency um, like the un and maybe not the un but uh, commonwealth of nations is one thing that i was looking at but uh, other ngos those other things because um in my talks with the admissions department one thing that they looked at uh, they they were telling me that uh, one of the reasons why students are admitted to georgetown is because uh, they had a strong feeling to change the world they wanted to create some change in the world they were not happy about the current world system and they were passionate about bringing change and and bringing change in the right manner yeah so i feel like i shouldn't let the admissions department down <laughs> and uh, <laughs> neither one of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't want them to feel like oh we have made a mistake mm. but uh, yes uh, so i would like to eventually be part of uh, change in the world yeah benjamin It was a pleasure to have you man. It is a pleasure to be here. You know, it was such a pleasure. You know, thank you so much for finding time. You know, I hope the people who are listening learned something from this and we will definitely definitely miss you. Thank you so much for being a part of SG as well and creating the change that you spoke about. And best of luck for the future. Yeah. May you achieve all the goals you have set for yourself. And yeah. whatever you do in life, I'm sure you you'll do amazing. Yeah. Thank you, <laughs> thank so, you much. so much. Thank you so much. Oh yeah, Saxa. Oh yeah, Saxa. Oh yeah, Saxa. <laughs>